Welcome to the Out What Now podcast, the show where we dig into the ups and downs of navigating the coming out journey as LGBTQ plus women while having as much fun as possible. I'm your host, Megan Pulvermacher, and while coming out was a big deal for me, it was really just the beginning of my story that's been filled with a lot of highs, lows, and everything in between many of which left me feeling like, okay, I thought I already did the hard part. I'm out. But what now? What do I do with all of these different things that are coming up for me? And now as a lifestyle and mindset coach, I help LGBTQ plus women a lot like yourself navigate this very journey by shifting their mindset, learning how to have more fun and growing in their authenticity so they can live more happy, confident and connected lives. None of us should have to walk this journey alone. And now that you're here, you'll never have to again. Whether you're thinking about coming out, have recently come out, or you've been out for years, know that you're welcome here, you're loved, and you're about to have a whole lot of fun creating an authentic life you're not only proud of, but excited about. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to it. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast. It is Monday. If you didn't know, you wouldn't be alone because it is the last week of the year, the last week of 2020. Holy nuts if, I mean, who knew we were even going to make it? Sometimes it really didn't feel like it, but here we are. And the last week of the year, I feel like, is so often that one where you don't know what day it is, like, are you working? Are you on vacation? Are you being productive, getting stuff done around the house? Are you chilling, kind of binging the Netflix? There's so many choices. It's hard to keep track. And I feel like a lot of people approach this week differently with the things they're thinking about, the things they're doing, the things they're looking forward to, the things they're looking back on, how they're doing that, and all of those types of things. And it didn't really occur to me until halfway through today that it was in fact Monday and I didn't have an episode ready to go for Monday because this whole month, Hannah and I have been doing the Home Over the Holidays series and those have been dropping on Mondays, just kind of some shorter episodes to give you something to think about for the week, some way that you can set an an intention, some insights, stuff like that. I think mini episodes are really great, especially at the beginning of the week to just kind of get you in a good mindset to get after whatever you have coming up for the rest of the week. And so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm just flying solo today and to really kind of amp up the the coolness of this, I'm going to light myself I don't know if you can hear that sick flame coming out of my lighter, my whiskey smoke candle from Untamed Supply. If you're not familiar with Untamed Supply, they are a candle maker down in Kansas City, Missouri. You can find them on Instagram at untamed underscore supply, LGBTQ plus owned business, super cool people. 
and uh, great candles as well. I've recently noticed that I'm largely only ordering things that smell like the woods or have some type of liquor. I'm not even a liquor person really, but I have like whiskey smoke, pumpkin bourbon to, what do I have? Sweet pipe tobacco. I enjoy the candles and I'm getting a lot of them. I'm spending a lot more time at home. Thank you, COVID. So uh, got to have the candles to to keep the mood set, et cetera, et cetera. Anywho, moving on to some of these thoughts that I had, because I'm, you know, it's halfway through the day and I'm thinking, cool, Megs, like, you should probably maybe get an episode up. Say, say, hey, what's up to the people before the year is out and maybe drop some kind of knowledge or just whatever you got on the brain. So what I have on my mind this week, and I think a lot of people do, a lot of us spend time kind of going back through the year. What did we accomplish? What did what goals did we set at this time last year? Or what did we envision our life being like at the end of 2020? Of course, none of us could have predicted probably at the end of 2019 that this is what 2020 would look like. But I think even so... I would imagine there are a lot of us who are looking back on whatever did or did not happen in 2020, feeling either really surprised and maybe a little bit excited and we're further along than we thought we might be and so on and so forth. And there might be some of us looking at where we are today and thinking, shit, I really thought I would be further along. Or I feel like I'm just late to the game. I'm not as far along as other people out there in the world seem like they are. And I think I see this happening, this kind of talk and rhetoric and this story we have, particularly in the queer community, for people when we're just starting to come out or starting to entertain the idea that we that our sexuality or orientation or gender or whatever might be different than we initially thought and we're coming to this realization many 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 years later than we may have initially had a clue or something might have alluded to the the idea that we might have something different or unique from the heteronormative society and expectations that we're presented with and living in every single day. And I see a lot of people talking about how they feel like they lost all this time or they don't know what to do or they're late to the game and they feel like they should be further along and they should know better. And are they gay enough or what do they need to do in order to fit this apparent queer standard, I guess, to be at the point that they believe they are supposed to be at. And I think even outside of sexuality, we kind of do an analysis like that at the end of the year. And this might be if you were at the beginning of the year, kind of starting to come into your own a little bit with where you were at with your sexuality. Maybe you were really looking forward to going to your first pride or something, or you were really just on the edge of being ready to date. And then COVID hits, pride is gone or it's virtual, which maybe was a good thing for some people. If you live in like a rural spot, everybody's got a different experience. 
Or maybe you were thinking about coming out to somebody at work or your family or your partner and then shit got weird because COVID hit and it didn't feel safe anymore or it didn't feel like you were going to be able to follow through on living authentically or doing whatever your schema was for what that was supposed to look like. And I guess as I was thinking about this, I've certainly been in in this space as well so many times over and over and over again. And I guess maybe the first thing I can tell you is that's a feeling that's going to continue to come up or, or a thought. It's more a thought, I think, than a feeling, right? We think this thought that, oh, we should be the way to be queer or the way to be out is the way that we're seeing someone else do it or the way the amount of time it takes for someone to become comfortable with their sexuality follows this very specific timeline that we've seen in a movie or one of our friends or a coworker or something. And that thought and that comparison that we make then leaves us with, leads to this feeling or an emotion about uh, or it might be sadness, disappointment, self-loathing. There's all different kinds of things that that can result in that kind of get us spinning and don't move us forward. And that was has certainly been true for me. I mean, gosh, if you had told me just at the end of 2019 that I'd be sitting right here, right now, doing a podcast that's entirely about sexuality that's completely based on this humongous struggle I had for several, several years in my life from the point that I came out to dealing with all of the ups and downs that have come up for me after coming out, I would have told you you were absolutely nuts. I had an entire podcast already that was at like 60 something episodes or something like that. And I was talking about all this mindset stuff. I barely talked about my sexuality. I think I did one episode for Pride Month or something, but it just wasn't really something that was at the forefront of my message or what I was sharing or what really what I thought my story was. And for me, uh, that has been really frustrating from a from a business standpoint because I haven't really had clarity about who I'm trying to serve, how I'm trying to help them, what my experiences, what they have, how they have anything to do with how I can help someone else. And I have thought on so many occasions, I don't even I feel like I should be so much further along in this. I feel like I should this should be so much more clear. All these other people have these very clear-cut problems, you know, like if you're a health coach who helps who's a mom who helps other busy moms get a workout in in 40 minutes or less, like that's a really easy message to put out there, right? And I I've struggled with that a lot. I struggled with coming out a lot and not feeling like I was far enough along in that process. I've never felt really at any point that I haven't really been comfortable having queer friends. I didn't, I haven't enjoyed being around other queer people because of just where I've been at in my own journey with my internalized homophobia and not knowing if I was gay enough or if I had to act different or I don't know, just 
being around people who were more comfortable with their sexuality than me made me really nervous and uncomfortable. And that has only changed in the past year or so. And I am 34 years old and have been out for a decade. And here's the thing. It's never, ever, ever too late to come out, to have a realization. It's never too late to change the course of where your life is headed, to change the vision for what you want out of your life, to change your definition of what your highest values are, to come into your own as far as the things that light you up, what kind of job you want to have, what your financial goals are, where you want to live. It's never, ever, ever too late to change those things about yourself or what you want your life to look like or how you are now going to be in the world because it feels more aligned with who you are right now. Another thing I was thinking about, and I kind of just touched on this, but this idea of where you should be and whose definition that is, right? When we have conversations with other people or we maybe have the influence of family or friends who are on kind of a different life path than we are, it can be easy to get your head in that space of where you should be in comparison to the expectation that has been stated or in comparison to what other people are already doing. And I think that can look a lot different for for us. Like maybe in your career, you feel like you're right in line, but you don't have the relationship you really want yet. Or maybe you are thinking about coming out and there's this big change kind of brewing mentally for you that you're resolving. And then there's going to be this big shift to come out. But you know somebody else who went through that process much faster, or maybe it took them way longer than you did. And you're just kind of weighing where you really should be at, should in quotes, you don't, you shouldn't be anywhere, but exactly where you are. And I think something that's really important to know is that the only time that is ever wasted or lost is time that you spend on beating yourself up for where you are instead of just being where you are, exactly as you are, and loving yourself in that moment. It's it's hard to do. It requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of self-awareness. It requires a lot of intentionality. But if you can catch yourself kind of wallowing on what you should have done or where you should be or all of this other shit you cannot change anymore because it is past. It takes away from your ability to be present in the moment, to appreciate the progress you have made, to appreciate the person you are today, a beautiful, kind, loving person who loves themselves enough to continue showing up and doing the damn well best you can. And that that is pretty amazing. But I think we spend so much time in this comparison mode. We spend so much time worrying about 
what we should have done years ago, or we could have had all of these relationships, or we could have been queer back when we it was like cool to date or whatever. You can date whenever you want. You can have your first experience with a woman whenever you want. You can have your first authentic feeling fun easy fully aligned relationship whenever you want it's it's going to be when it is supposed to be and as long as you are loving yourself in the moment and you're continuing to show up for you as who you are today and that can change that's constantly evolving as long as you're doing that and you can just let that be enough you're going to keep growing into your authenticity. You're going to gain skills. You're going to gain insights. And every step you take or don't take or whatever is preparing you. It's equipping you to absolutely crush the next cool thing, opportunity, relationship, conversation, whatever. It is preparing you to be the next best version of yourself when the time is right and when you are in a space to be able to do that when the growth when there's been enough growth and time that has passed it will be there and you will be more ready than you would have been had you been rushing yourself or maybe you would have never even got there if you were spending all this time be beating yourself up for not being where you should be based on someone else's journey it's bullshit and you were doing just fine. I promise you. I promise you. So I think as far as actionable things to do with this, I think it's a lot of being very intentional about, like I said, loving yourself exactly where you are right now, today, being present with that, enjoying that, being proud of yourself, giving yourself grace which I feel like is the the word of 2020. I've heard that phrase so many times. Give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. My girlfriend's name is Grace, so I absolutely love the saying, but it's weird to hear her name all the time in every single context. Um, but it's, it's cool. But I think um, some things you can do are to continue at the bare minimum showing up as yourself the best you can, taking small actions that light you up, that stretch your comfort zone just a little bit. There are going to be days where you'll be more motivated and maybe you're going to take the big risk. Who? Maybe you're going to send the first DM, you know, in the dating app or something. Maybe you're going to make the first move. You might have days where you feel super confident like that. Uh, other days, it might be just a, a very different small action, kind of like Lizzie was talking about in our last episode, going to a different coffee shop. Maybe you go to a virtual meet up and hang out with some other queer folks or you read a new book with new ideas or you take up a new practice. There's all kinds of different little things that you can take that are going to gradually move you forward without making you feel like you have to do this complete overhaul of who you are because that would completely defeat the purpose uh, anyway, which is ridiculous and would be sad. I think another really important thing is to use your resources. If you have a therapist or a coach or a mentor, make sure you're accessing them, asking them questions, reaching out for support, hitting up your friends who you know you can count on when maybe you need a little boost of motivation, maybe you need um, some energy, maybe you need someone just to listen to you vent because you had a shitty interaction or you're feeling a little down on yourself for the day. It's okay 
to need a little bit of help loving on yourself because we all have those high and low days. And that's why we have some resources to tap into that can kind of help bring us up to baseline in addition to some of the kind of general wellness habits that you have to keep yourself in a good space anyway. And I think above all else, if you do nothing else, is to work as hard as you possibly can to love yourself, love yourself more than anyone else does. More than any, it's, I know it's harder. Uh, it can be hard because there are probably a lot of people out there who love you, maybe even a whole lot more than you think they do. But it's so, so important, especially being a part of the queer community. It's so, so important to find a way to love yourself, to give yourself love. Because when we do that, it empowers us to be able to love others without expecting anything in return. And it no longer requires us to get affirmation, validation, or acceptance and love from other people because we can fill that cup up for ourselves and loving our actual authentic self, not something that fits other people's expectations. And there is nothing more beautiful or powerful that will keep you going in the direction of creating the life that you want to have when we get to this week next year at the end of 2021. If you want to be able to look back and be happy with where you're at, what your life is looking like, and feeling excited about what's to come, it all starts with loving on yourself exactly where you are today and doing that at to such a degree that you will just naturally continue to take action toward creating the kick-ass life that you know you want and hopefully know that you deserve. So those are my end of the year thoughts. I hope you know that in this community, in this space, you are loved, you are accepted, you are not alone, and you are right where you're supposed to be. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so appreciative if you could take a couple of seconds and leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review really helps other people to find the show, to hear the message, and to start living more happy, confident, and connected lives like hopefully you are as well. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard today, please share the episode with them, bring them into the community, and let's have some fun all together. If you're not following along on Instagram, you can find us at Out What Now Podcast, where you can also subscribe to the newsletter so you make sure you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. I hope you have the best week of your life, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Later! Later!